welcome to the Renew Cast. Hey, welcome back to the Renew Cast for episode number two. If you didn't get to listen to the first one, I, I talked a little bit about the purpose of this podcast, and I'd encourage you to go back and check it out. But basically, uh, this podcast exists to share a little bit about what we're discussing at Renew in our youth ministry program and turn it into a conversation. And so we invite students on to share some of their thoughts and just have some conversation about uh, what they think we're talking about. And so for this episode number two today, uh, we are going into a series on love and dating. It's always a fun one. And here's a little snippet from my conversation with Elise. So when we talk about these relationships on two different levels, there's the superficial and then there's the real, maybe teenagers have a hard time discussing it because they think they know it all but down deep somewhere they know they don't yeah and I I can agree with that us kids we pretend to know it all but really we're just defensive that we don't know it all today on the RenewCast we're talking about love what's up Elise hi Dave don't sound so excited. <laughs> you are here on the Renew Cast, as yeah. we're calling it. Renew Cast. The Renew Cast. I what really. Cast. I stole that from Rob Bell because Rob Bell calls it the Rob Cast. Then we could call it the Recast. Recasting your opinions out into the world. Oh, this is why Elise is on the Renew Cast because she's deep. That's what I am. Okay, we are talking about a love and dating and relationship series that we recently did at Renew and basically just called it What is Love and tried to talk about what is love. And so that's what you're here to talk about. Cool. How do you feel about that? It's very interesting. It's a very complicated topic. It is. Especially in the lives of young high schoolers such as myself. That's a true story right there. But I feel like the conversations we've had so far about this, you have some good stuff to share. Oh, thanks. Yes. So I'm excited for this conversation. Mm, me too. Okay. So ever new, I started off this series and I said, a few years ago, I talked about dating and a few years ago, I was a little more anti-dating as you know. Yes. I remember that whole conversation. Yes. You were definitely a part of it. Mm-hmm. And people the kids mainly, had this really negative response to it. And so I've learned my lesson since. I've backed off on my anti-dating philosophy. Would you agree? Uh, Yes, you have. Okay, good. Very, very good. Very good. That's right. See, I, (laughs) I can learn. I'm capable of learning. Okay, so I started this series by sharing a a blog post I had written at the time to parents about Uh, how I felt the youth reacted to my message. Okay, so there are five things that I had in this blog blog post. We're just going to discuss those. Okay. All right. So the first one was this. Your teenager doesn't listen, and they don't want to talk about dating. 
they're apathetic towards it. I disagree with that. Um, I feel like teenagers listen if they aren't being like accused or offended. What do you mean? What do you mean by offended? You're taking something they they care about or they're invested in, and you're saying that what they're doing is wrong or that hmm. it doesn't matter. And it's just like kids' rights. They have this right to date. Um, but you feel like that that right is taken away in some yeah form. yeah okay so that's the interesting part for me because you know when I when I say that they don't teenagers don't listen in this type of a conversation about dating or they don't want to talk about it or even go as extreme to say that they're apathetic towards it I don't think I mean that adults are trying to take away their right to date I think it's more so that they aren't open to the thoughts that adults have to share about dating. You know, here here are old people, as you say, who have kind of been through it before, have some experience with dating, and we're just trying to share some of that wisdom, some of those mistakes or experiences that we've learned from to help you as a youth be better equipped to date. And I feel that kids also want to make their own mistake. They hear the stories and they're like, okay, but in order to actually understand what that means in their own life, I feel like it's important to make your own mistakes. Not important, but yeah. it's human nature to make your own mistakes. Yeah, maybe in some ways you, you learn from mistakes, right? You're mm -hmm. really, maybe you could learn if you would just listen, but really we're stubborn and yeah. we learn the hard way. Yeah. Where's the line between adults sharing some wisdom mm -hmm. and youth having the freedom to make mistakes. Someone once explained to me their teaching methods, which I thought was really interesting. They were telling me about how they let their kids make their own decisions. It's like a bowling alley. And their job is to just keep them out of the gutters, keep them out of like falling off into who knows where. But in between those gutters, mm -hmm. they can do whatever they want. They can make their own, own decisions. They can make their own mistakes as long as they don't fall off hmm. into no man's land. So can you give me an example with dating? What, what would that be? How do, you, how do you stay in the lane versus fall off into the gutter? So in our culture, we're always looking for that best, newest thing, the shiny thing. We're always looking for something to show off and uh, for people to be in awe of. And sometimes high schoolers and even young adults tend to do that same thing in our relationships. We look for the most attractive person and mm. um, look for the appearance of who we want to hang out with more than of who the depth of who they actually are. I, I agree. I think you're right that youth tend to focus on more of the superficial type of relationships versus the deeper relationships. And I think with, with my first point with that blog mm -hmm. post that I wrote, that's all I'm trying to say is Teenagers don't listen necessarily to, hey, are you looking for the real type of relationship? Or are you just wanting this superficial thing? I think it's also important to recognize that it is possible for high schoolers to have those real relationships with people. Yeah, for sure. Just being open to what adults have to say. Is a could, sign that you're ready for it? Yeah, or could maybe help you be more aware of those yeah. types of relationships, you know? And so, so my second point that I wrote in the blog post was 
parents, your teenager thinks dating as a subject to talk about is funny or they think it's okay to joke about. And, and maybe the third one ties together with the second point because um, they think it's okay to, to joke about because your teenager thinks they already know it all. Okay, so when we talk about these relationships on two different levels, there's the superficial and then there's the real, maybe teenagers have a hard time discussing it because they think they know it all, but down deep somewhere, they know they don't. Yeah, and I, right? I can agree with that. Us kids, we pretend to know it all, but really we're just yep. defensive that we don't know it all. Yep. And the real world is scary out there. Yeah. So they, they try to cover it up and they joke about it and they just try to have fun with it. But there is some insecurity there. So I think to your point, uh, teenagers maybe focus more on the superficial, but they're capable of having these deeper relationships. How do we do that? I think it's important to have maturity um, in this to see when we're actually ready for a companionship or an actual real relationship to know when to be in depth with someone. Significant relationship. Yeah, in something that actually has meaning and uh, you have insightful conversations with each other. I don't know. Yeah. You have... You you help each other. You benefit each other yeah. in some way. Yeah. It's not just that superficial. And that also has to do with awareness of both kinds of relationships and watching out for the fluffy relationships um, and knowing and understanding the consequences. Consequences from like a more superficial yeah. relationship. So maybe you're in a relationship with somebody who's not looking out for your best interest. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and then also being able to talk to someone because all, rela- all real relationships are going to have their issues, going to have problems, arguments, and stuff like that. And having the awareness of that and humility to go and talk to someone about it you know someone older uh, more wisdom more years they have more experience and just knowing that sometimes you gotta have a little humility and knowing you don't know it all okay so this uh, ties well with my last point from that blog post that I wrote a few years ago mm-hmm. but there's actually two points uh, the the fourth one is your teenager is unaware of what TV and pop culture are teaching them which I think there's some cool stuff mm-hmm. to that thought but yeah. we're gonna skip over it not not address it maybe we'll do a later podcast about that one uh, but the fifth one to what you were just saying before I think ties into uh, the fifth point is your teenager is afraid to be different to go against the norms. So this kind of comes back to the idea that there are these two types of relationships, right? There are the Mm -hmm. superficial and then there's the deeper, real relationships. And we need to be people who are having conversation like you were just saying about how do we make sure we're in these real types of relationships, which means we're going to be going against the norms, right? We're going to be acting differently than the way most teenagers treat relationships, which is like you started off saying is maybe more of these superficial types of relationships. Mm -hmm. So how do we really start to do that? For this series at Renew, I, I, I started off and I read a quote from something that I saw on Facebook. Facebook. Which everybody was making fun of me. I guess like Jackson, he called it elder book. (laughs) Accurate. Jackson, he's a funny guy. Jackson, I hope you're listening. You're a funny guy, you. Okay, so the thing that I saw on Facebook was, it said this. In case no one has told you today, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, 
You're alive for a reason. You're stronger than you think. You're gonna get through this. Taxation is theft. I'm not sure why that point is in there. Mm, yeah. And don't give up. And the question I asked, you know, talking about going against against the norm, being, you know, different than everybody else because people are just kind of caught up in these, you know, superficial relationships is this. How many of our significant relationships, so these real relationships, are filled with fluff words or powerful words? Words of I love you or words of correction. So I'm dealing with something difficult and am I open to having a conversation about that and maybe hearing something that's going to be uncomfortable but that's going to help me be a better person. Mm-hmm. So are we just going with the norm? Are we just going with what everybody else is doing? and Or are we being people who are in these deep relationships that tell us these things like from that quote on Facebook? Or maybe maybe it's okay to be in a relationship with somebody in high school and you know what, we just kind of like each other and but uh, do we need to be in that relationship? Should I be spending more time in more significant relationships where I know I'm loved and I'm becoming a better person? I'm becoming a stronger person because of that significant relationship as opposed to oh, I'm just kind of doing whatever because that's what other people are doing. What do we do with that? And Maybe there's no real answer to that. Everybody's going to have a different opinion on it, but what should we do? I think the fluff relationships aren't necessarily bad unless they are actually like negatively affecting you. You think people are open to that? If, if it's negatively affecting me, am I going to be honest with that and do something about it? Depends on the person. We could probably agree that if I'm not doing something about it, it's hurting me. Yeah. Even if I don't see that at the moment or I can't admit that. So we need to be people who can acknowledge when something is maybe not helping me be better. Yeah. And it ties into um, a quote from Winter Camp, actually. Grow daily or die gradually. Hmm. And I think it relates here is if you're just letting the world come at you and you're just, okay, whatever. I'm just in high school, I can do whatever I want. It might be negatively affecting you if you're just sitting around letting it happen to you. Hmm. And instead of actually like trying to go out and be more mature and growing and finding those relationships that challenge you or engage your intellectual being, then you're dying gradually and not pushing yourself or trying to find what is the best for you. Yeah. So this is good stuff this is a good conversation and maybe people are thinking if anybody's actually listening to this right now which you should be maybe people are thinking okay so how do I do this how do we be people who are actually having these real types of relationships and we are going to talk about that in next week's episode oh there's a hook there's a hook And the key word is, I'll just give you a little spoiler. The key word is vulnerability. Oh my. Yes. That sounds dangerous. Nobody likes to be vulnerable. Mm -mm. But that's where I think the real stuff happens. Sweet. Sweet. Well, that's all for our show today. Thanks for listening. It was fun. 
if you have thoughts or questions, things we did not address, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can shoot those to me in an email. My email address is in the show notes, so you can check it out there. I'll just tell it to you as well, in case you're too lazy to go there. Dave H at mpclife.org. Send me an email with your thoughts and your questions, and we'll discuss it on the RenewCast. It'd be awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Tune in next week as we discuss love and vulnerability. Bye. Yeah.